What's up, everybody? Today, I'm super excited to announce my guest. He's a former Penn State linebacker, five-year NFL linebacker, and a director of business development for Seed2 System, Michael Motti. How's it going today, my guy? I'm doing well, Michael. Thanks, and thanks for having me on. For sure. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I am a lifelong Saints fan, always have been. I've always been a big fan of Michael, and I've been wanting to get him on the show for a long time. So I'm super just excited right now. Um, <laughs> You were actually born in New Orleans, which is cool. So uh, can you uh, tell us a little bit about what it's like growing up there, living there, and then kind of like give us some good food for someone like me who's never been there? Shoot. Um, well, my favorite thing off the top of my head would be a sh shrimp old boys. But, uh, you know, I've been, I've been off the bread lately. I haven't been leaning out. But I, I'm a gumbo connoisseur. I like trying everybody's gumbo, whether it's chicken, sausage, shrimp, you know, I yeah you can't go wrong with that but there's plenty of places where you can get good gumbo anywhere but um absolutely yeah you won't go hungry if you're in new orleans that's for sure <laughs> yeah for sure so um you know tell us a little bit about your recruiting process and how you ended up at penn state um well shoot i, I, I was kind of Doing the doing the recruiting trail, I guess with the highlight tape, you're getting all this. You know, I started getting some attention from some big schools, and you know, my first offer was actually from Oklahoma, um, and that was kind of when I realized, well, I, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go Division One, and I'm, just, and, and then from when you start out with the offer like that, then the rest of them just kind of domino, and so all of a sudden, you know, within a few weeks, I was getting courted by some by some big names and big schools and and that was an exciting process you know um, at such a young age but but um, but Penn State really was kind of later on in the equation when when um, in the recruitment just because I, I hadn't heard from them and so and I was visiting Florida and and I visited Oklahoma and 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 those were kind of my top two and then I visited Penn State was my last visit um, I kind of narrowed it down to those three and then you know I just ended up being the place where whether I thought the best linebackers in the, in the country were, were getting produced and developed. And, and also, you know, the, the degree was also, uh, you know, football didn't work out. I had that going for me too, uh, you know, graduating from a place like that. And, and uh, so on top of the legacy factor where my dad went and played for the same coach and, um, but it just, for me, it just, it was the right fit. So I felt like that's where I wanted to go. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, you played well in college. Uh, you also had uh, three torn ACLs, which is just heartbreaking. Uh, how do you bounce back from that and just kind of keep, like, you know, the your your mindset right and just continue to grind? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, each one was kind of a, a different challenge in a, in a different way and, and tested me in, in, in different capacity. But, um, you know, especially mentally, I think that was the biggest part. But, um, you know, it's, it, it's the same framework for – for anything it's just you know you, there's a game plan there's a process uh, for how you know the rehab and everything else and and I kind of got better at it you know the second time I had to go rehab I was way better than the first time because I knew the process and I figured out ways to tweak it and, and make it more efficient a little bit um, and then you started to just get to know your body better and, and making it more efficient so um, but yeah yeah that, to come back from two I've always felt like you know well if I get three I'll just hang it up and then, so by the time I got to the third, um, you know, I pretty much said, okay, well, I've always said I'm, I'm going to hang it up. And, and then, um, you know, I had, I had some, 
I needed some work to get done to fix me up to get to even have a, a a shot at going to the next level. And and I figured, you know, I went a few weeks retire. I mean, I was done. I was after college in 2012. Um, you know, finished Penn State was was an All American, um, which was always something I wanted as a goal I had set for myself. And and then, you know, I was just figured, that's, all right, this is the way it's going to end. And and then um, fortunately, I had a a good surgeon and, and Jim Bradley. He was the orthopedist for the for the Steelers at the time. He's a Penn State grad. Um, and so he, he fixed me up and gave me an opportunity to, to start training again. And, and I figured, you know, I didn't want to look up when I was 26 and have regrets, you know, after the fact, when I was feeling good again, you know, if the, so I figured I might as well take my shot. And, and um, you know, just while I was young and, and I could get, I could take advantage of the opportunity that I had. And, and um, you know, that's really what it came down to is, uh, you know, it would be a hell of a story. <laughs> so I yeah. just kept working. And that's kind of the way I looked at it. Um, it kind of helped me remove the, uh, I guess, the, uh, the that perception of it. You know, it wasn't so daunting. It was just, hey, this is going to be a great story sometime if, if it works out. So yeah. I just kind of rolled the dice and, and just worked, worked my tail off to try and do what I could to get a shot at the next level. And unfortunately, um, you know, Minnesota gave me that opportunity. And and um, you know, it was just one day at a time, just one day at a time, you know, just working and trying to prove myself all over again. Yeah, perfect. You you just kind of mentioned it for me, but uh, you know, piggy tailing right off of that. Um, despite your injuries, you were invited to the NFL Combine and then ended up being selected in the seventh round by the Vikings. Tell us about your draft process and uh, just kind of just how it just like, you know, like you were saying, how you know the injuries are just going to make a hell of a story. It did make a hell of a story. You made it to the NFL. Kind of tell us about your draft process and how you felt when you got selected. Well, it was um, that, look. I just wanted to. I didn't need 30, 32 teams to like me. I just needed one, and so I kind of went into it with that mindset. And and so I knew I was kind of damaged goods, at least from their perception of a lot of teams and doctors. Um, you know, wouldn't even take a sniff at me, and I I, I understood that, but. Um, you know, from as far as the, the business part of football, if, you know, they're making an investment in in, uh, in, a, in a player. So I got that angle. But but um, you know, when it came to rehabbing and then and then getting my shot, um, that was that was really something that that I just was fortunate to uh, at least have the right people believe in me. And then and then from then, uh, just going out and improving it. I mean, that was that was something that that from day one. You know, I just knew it. the two things I could control. I could control my attitude. I could control my effort, and the rest of it. You know, just take advantage of the opportunities that you get. And and you know, in Minnesota, I was fortunate to have a lot of great guys around me that taught me how to be a pro. You know, guys like Chad Greenway and you know Brian Robertson and and um, shoot Matt Castle, Adrian Peterson. Those guys. Um, you know, I was around some really good guys, and so they those I learned a lot from them. And and then. You know, was spent two years up there, and then, you know, with Coach Zimmer learning about defense, and from I think one of the one of the, the greatest minds in defensive football. Um, that's you know my opinion, but but uh, you know that I I carried that with me down in New Orleans, and it, you know I felt like that was all that would all just help me develop and and become a better pro. Uh, but you know, on the front end, I was just hoping to get two three years out of the out of the NFL, given the fact that I had been through so much before I even got to the NFL. Um, and, and so it just took it one year at a time, you know, every year was different and every year I had to go out and reprove it. And it, my role was a little bit different. Um, but, 
but I just try to continue to get better and just, just keep working. That's, that's kind of the, the name of the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so after your Viking stint, you got to go to your hometown, play in New Orleans. What was that experience like? And then kind of like what were like your offers after that Vikings, after that stint with the Vikings? And then like as soon as the Saints like sent you an offer, was it like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going back home? Or was it just you had to think about it a little bit? No, there wasn't much thought. And I, I didn't have a choice in the matter either. But because um, I had gotten put on the waiver wire. So in New Orleans, or I was up in Minnesota the last get released just because we had um you know we had drafted anthony Barr in the first round the previous year and then we drafted um yeah, eric kendricks in, in this i believe it was the second and he had won the buckets and he was a baller so and those those are great guys I've, they're still friends of mine but um and i have a lot of respect for him but i just knew that was the numbers game and that's just the business of it so um you know for like i, I had played a, a good game in the in the, the fourth preseason game in Minnesota, but so I figured, okay, I got a shot of getting picked up. And, and, um, and so I went on the wire. And so you basically Saturday afternoon, you got to wait until Sunday at noon is the, is the cutoff. So, um, so Saturday afternoon is about three o'clock turn in my playbook. I'm like, okay, I got to sweat all night, figure out where I'm going to be going, who's going to pick me up or claim me. And so, um, yeah, I just sat around and basically pacing for the, you know, 12, 18 hours. And then, um, fortunately it was like, you know, 1150, I think in the morning on Sunday, um, I was in the Wendy's parking lot, you know, slamming junior bacon, cheeseburgers, <laughs> just sweating. And then, uh, you know, I get a call from a 504 number and they say, uh, Hey Mike, we just claimed you. Uh, can you be on a flight at two? And uh, yeah, I said, absolutely, man. So I'm, I'm burning it back to my apartment. I throw a couple of things in a bag and I just hit the road, man, to the airport. And, um, you know, along the way, I'm calling my dad and my parents and they're wondering, you know, where I'm going to end up. And I just, I, they pick up the phone and I'm screaming, you know, I'm hollering like I'm, I'm coming home. I get to play for the hometown team that, um, you know, it was kind of, ser- not kind of, it was really serendipitous just the way that all, that all happened. And, and considering the legacy factor, you know, my dad played up there and, or played in New Orleans, also played at Penn State. It just, you know, things are just, you know, it just happened to work out that way. But, but fortunately, uh, the New Orleans took a shot on me, and and it came down, and it certainly made it easy to get get up for work every morning when, uh, you know, that's a team you grew up watching. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was it like being teammates with Drew Brees? <laughs> well, there's not, there's, there's just nobody like him. I think. Um, it was, I had just such a respect for the way that he approached his craft and the, his process and how he was constantly refining it. And, and there's, there's a reason why he's so good and why he's had so much success is, is because he's the way that he works and, and the, 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 cause he's just constantly getting better and he constantly is repping and he's constantly just, you know, he treats every, whether it's a Thursday walkthrough or a Friday, Saturday walkthrough, um, it might as well be the, the two-minute drive in an NFC Championship game. That's his focus level um, on, on the day-to-day. And, and so that's, you know, that's what it takes to be uh, one of one, you know, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, who do you think is the best player you've ever played with and then played against in your NFL career? Ooh, that's, a, that's a great question. I played with uh, – you know, I was fortunate to play with really 
really talented people, uh, really great men, you know, that were, that were great leaders and that I learned a lot from, but, you know, first ballot hall of famers, um, you know, H. Peterson, Drew Brees, Jared Allen, those guys, um, there was guys I didn't want to play against, you know, like I did, there was, you know, the Marshawn Lynch of the world. We go out to Seattle, my rookie year. And I'm, I'm like, man, that guy's angry. And, um, you know, stick my head in there. But, but that was a guy that, you know, you just have a lot of respect for because this is, you know, this is the, the, the NFL. I mean, this is, this, you got guys on every team that are good. There's guys that on every, in every locker room that are, you know, the best at what they do in the world. So, um, but that, yeah, I mean, you know, Drew's a guy like that. Um, Adrian Peterson, he's a guy like that. Just, but um, you know, there's there's so many other unsung guys that don't get the notoriety um, that are just really good ball players, but really good people that make the game so great. Uh, and, and that's what you know. That's my my favorite thing about the uh, the NFL, or at least the thing that I miss the most is, and and a lot of guys will tell you this is the locker room you know, just being around guys like that in a highly competitive environment um, where you got, you know, you got 53 guys working together, all focused on the same thing, rowing in the same direction. And, um, you know, that's what it really is. That, that's gets me fired up. I, I love that, that chemistry, that team dynamic. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys on that list. Who are, you know, <laughs> um, but as far as one, it's almost too hard to pick. Uh, to, you know, it depends on, you know, we, you could argue, uh, semantics on all that all day long but <laughs> for sure but yeah awesome so one last question for you um so post-career you're now a director of business development for seed Two system can you tell us a little bit about what that is and kind of like what your role is in the company yeah so so i took I, you know last year uh i was kind of transitioning out of the game um really two years ago uh, the minnesota game that stefan Diggs miracle play was my last professional game so kind of ended on a bittersweet note but but um you know that was it was still a hell of an experience you know since then uh you know I trained that whole year trying to get back in into the into the game um you know I was a free agent after that but uh, you know once I kind of realized okay it's right time to move on for me and I got five years in and um, really had no regrets and and emptied the tank as far as um yeah, considering what I started with you know which was and I was just grateful for two or three years. Um, but but since then, I tried everything. You know, I took a gap year last year. I call it a gap year. But, um, you know, I just – I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I was 20, 28 years old, um, and I had done everything that I ever put my mind to um, and, and accomplished it in my mind. Got to the highest level, was, you know, leader as a captain at every level, organized football and so like what now you know so I just had to explore different passions and different things I said okay last year it was a year I just wanted to try everything because I don't know what I'm going to like I don't know what I'm going to get interested in and that I want to learn um, you know I just knew that I got to do something that I'm going to be happy doing um, that I could that could work at it and that you know I, I could get that fulfillment out of and so um, you know I tried broadcasting I tried public speaking i I did, um, you know, a funny story. I did, I even did hand modeling just because it was a great story. Um, a few of those gigs, but, but, um, but I, I went back and I volunteered. I was a linebacker coach at my old high school. I did that all fall, um, last, last year. And, and that was something I really enjoyed. Um, you know, I went and did some 
coaching with the Texans. I shadowed Coach uh, Bill O'Brien and his staff. Um, but, you know, I was uh, CBD and hemp is something I'm really interested in, and, and I couldn't stop reading about, learning about. Uh, I had I'd gotten involved in it for the last four years, um, you know, testing products and, and something I believed in. And, um, you know, I just think it's still at the, at, in its infancy stages as far as the understanding of it, what we know about it and how it can impact people and, and their health and, and wellness. And not to mention what it can do for the environment and all the applications industrially. But so I wanted to find the best people in the game and or at least the, the people that, I, I, you know, had the business mind and also the, you know, a, a good product that I believed in. I could put my name behind and, um, and learn about the industry. So that's what I did. I started just kind of vetting companies and uh, visited a bunch of different uh, facilities, operations, farms. Um, but Seed the System has is, is got to, uh, Louisiana ownership. Um, Shane Mutter's a, uh, you know, he ran his family business, Door Furniture, in New Orleans. He was the CEO for five years, and, and that's an 82-year family business. And, and he left that to, to start uh, to Seed the System, the product label company. Um, or, or run it at least, and and so he, he was out with something to prove, and and wanted to build this thing from the ground up, you know, with because his dad was the original one of the original owners of the farm, um, and so you know I'm learning about the you know from the seeds to the farms to the extraction and the product manufacturing. It's really just a whole new industry that I'm fascinated with. So um, and not to mention that it's helping a lot of people uh, in different ways. And we're still learning about what those ways are and, and, and to be able to prove them scientifically through research and studies. And, and so that's kind of what, you know, it's kind of the tip of the sword as far as, um, you know, new, new medicines and, and new applications. And so it's just a relevant industry, I think. And it's something I'm again, passionate about. It's something I believe in. So um, yeah, I'm uh, doing business development. I'm building a team or helping build a team when working with some really great people and it's something I'm, it doesn't feel like work. That's for sure. So it's, uh, it's exciting. That's awesome. Thank you again, Michael. I appreciate you for uh, coming on the show today. Like I said uh, at the beginning, I'm a big fan and I was just super eager to get you on the show. So uh, I thank you again for your time today. Absolutely, man. Mike, thanks for having me again. Thank you. Have a good one. All righty. You too.